there's so much about building trust with people that is behind the scenes. You know, it looks like someone having a conversation with a friend in the privacy of their own home, or it looks like someone texting a link to a friend and you not being able to see it, or it looks like someone DMing something to a friend and all you see is just, you know, a one next to the little share button on Instagram. Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast, where we believe marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We hope you leave here encouraged, inspired, and a little more excited to share your gifts with the world. Well, welcome back to Marketing Should Be Fun. Uh, My name's Austin Savage, and I am back with my good friend and business partner, Kelsey Zarco. Kelsey, it's great to have you back. And how are you doing today? Uh, it's been a minute since I've been here, so I feel like this episode could get interesting. <laughs> See if I can remember, <laughs> yeah, but I'm doing good. Real talk, we're recording this on a Friday afternoon at 3 p.m., and I'm leaving for vacation on Sunday, so this is going to be, we're just going to see what happens. Totally. Yeah. Are you already in that just vacation mindset, just like ready to go? I don't think I'm in vacation mindset. I'm in like, what all do I need to do before I leave for vacation mindset? Totally. So. Yeah, that's like the worst part, I feel like, of going on vacation. But then, like, it always pays off to, like, try to do as much of that stuff so that you actually can check out. Yes. It is. It's just like, there's there's a little bit of a grind to be able to go on vacation, Mm -hmm. I feel like. There really is. But it's going to be super fun. So it will totally be worth it. I love it. Well, I'm excited to hear all the stories. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So enjoy it um and i hear like wherever you guys are staying there's like a you told me there's a slide inside this like building that you're in which is really cool yes my kids are very excited we can just you know why walk down the stairs when you could go down a slide for real yeah dream home in the future (laughs) that's what it is right there (laughs) maybe a slide inside i see those like um tiktok sometimes where people are like this hidden room in my house or something is like the coolest part. And they like move a part of their like island or something and it reveals a slide. I'm like, this is so crazy that this is like people's real life. It's crazy. That would be, I feel like there's so much just liability and broken bone options there. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's my mom lens, but (laughs) oh man. All right. So with vacation on our mind, uh, today's this or that sort of fits right in. Um, But Particularly, anytime you guys come back to Illinois from Texas, uh, you guys often drive. Um, you know, not always, but you often drive. So today's this or that is like road trip or flight. Uh, what okay, is your preference? Stop it! That was going to be my this or that, and I'm not even kidding. Are I didn't know real? who was. Yes, I didn't know who was doing it before we got on this episode, and then you said you would, and I literally that was my question. Sorry, I'm just, that's hilarious. Um, I'm shook. Um, that's awesome. Okay. Well, my answer is lame, but I really think it depends. When we are going somewhere with our kids, it is super nice to drive because we like totally bit the bullet and did that minivan life, which I know you have too. And it's just really nice to have all the room and you can have your own stuff. (laughs) Yeah, you love them. Uh, And we don't have to like fit all of our stuff within a certain like suitcase requirement. So I don't mind driving, but this trip, we're kind of taking two vacations. One of them is driving not very far away with our family. And then the other one is flying alone, Matt and I, back to our hometown for a wedding. And so for those kind of things, I see. I definitely am all about the flying, getting there fast. Yeah, 
That is totally fair. Well, I'm taking notes because later we haven't really taken a trip with our kids. Um, and so I don't know what's better, um, but yeah. we're taking a trip to Florida from, we live in Illinois um, in August. And originally my wife wanted to fly, um, but I was just like, I think that with three kids, I was like the idea of like getting them on a plane and also like, I have, I don't know, like my ears always hurt on planes and I'm mm-hmm. like, what if their ears hurt and they don't know how to tell me? And then I'm yeah. like, what if we, what if, I don't know. So I just was freaking out. So then I, I guess convinced us to drive. And so that's what okay. we're doing, but I'm hoping that that wasn't the wrong decision. I don't know. It's like 14 I, or 15 hours, which feels long. Yeah, it is long. I mean, you won't love it while you're doing it. It's never like, oh, this is amazing. Sure. But then you get there and you're like, you know what? That was fine. And tickets this could be a whole nother topic, but airline tickets are so expensive right now. So yeah, driving totally. is honestly kind of nice when you have a lot of kids. Yeah. Great. All right. So I guess maybe the consensus is driving with kids, maybe flying without. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that's it. We'll see. You can report back to us after your trip and tell us if you have an updated opinion. I love it. I love it. That's a great idea. Okay. Um, so to talk about uh, marketing, it's been a little bit. I mean, we mentioned this, but I think it's been like three episodes or so since you've uh, been on. Um, and so I feel like this is kind of just like a fun opportunity for us to to chat and talk through um, some, you know, just content marketing stuff. But mm-hmm. I remember on a uh, past episode, um, we specifically kind of mentioned this sort of phrase. And I thought it could just be a good launch point for us to have a conversation um, today. We don't really have like, you know, a specific layout of like six points you need to know about whatever. Um, But I just thought it could be interesting. So the phrase we were talking about, you know, trust and how content performs on a human level. And we mentioned that you really have to focus on just getting people on the journey uh, Mm -hmm. and then letting them decide their stop. Um, and you know, we were talking about how oftentimes, you know, when we're thinking about our brand, you know, we feel this pressure to like get people to take that next step to like get them to the specific point of the journey. Um, and you know, we say all the time, right. Content performs on a human level. And I think it's really just important for us to sort of take that step back. And, you know, just like we talk about, how we're trying to build trust with our audience. I think it is very, very important on the content marketing journey to extend that trust back to the people that you are building a community with, to trust them to know themselves well enough to know when they are ready to take the steps that you're wanting to uh, take them towards and not try to pressure them or force them into those uh, decisions before they're ready, balanced with the fact, of course, that you know you need to operate a business or a nonprofit or, you know, whatever those things are um, and sharing those things openly. Um, and so just to kind of sort of use that as our launching point, um, what initial thoughts does that uh, bring to mind uh, for you, Kelsey? And we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I kind of take this conversation back to what I did before I even worked with you. And before I was more mm-hmm. into like, you know, content marketing for other people, I fell in love yeah. with marketing because I just kind of taught myself how to do it with my own business that I ran before this. Mm-hmm. And I can point to different times, me personally, and I, the people around me would operate from 
that perspective of like, I have to get them on this journey where I want them to be versus I'm going to serve and I'm going to show up and I'm going to teach and share and I'm going to let them take that step. Like it always works better when you do it the second way. But I think when we get tunneled into the scarcity mindset and we get tunneled into forgetting people are humans, that's when we start to shift over into that lane of like, I need to control and move. And it almost becomes like a chess game and it just isn't fun and it's definitely not joy filled. And so I think people pick up on that vibe from you too, when they're like, this is stressful and this feels inauthentic versus this is someone who's just being themselves and I want to be around them in whatever step I want to take. Yeah, that's huge. I love that you mentioned the scarcity mindset aspect of it. Um, like, how do you see that connecting? Like, what's the connection point there? I think if you, I think there's so many ways it can connect, but for me and what I saw, I think it's a few things. One is like, if your business isn't doing how you think it, you want it to do, you can either trust the process or get creative. Like it's, you don't have to just see a problem and be like, well, just wait around until it fixes itself. But Mm -hmm. there's a way to, you know, go about things creatively or try new things versus like, trying to force people into like this, you know, this plan that you've set for them that maybe they don't want to do. Um, So I think a lot of it is that. And then I think some of it is just not trusting yourself to that you do have value to bring. So you get into the scarcity mindset of like, I don't have enough compared to what this person does, or, you know, you're looking to your right and your left instead of just showing up in your own gifts. Um, I think both of those Mm -hmm. can kind of play into then making ourselves feel like we're forcing people versus we're offering them a place where they can step in. Yeah. I think that's like, you know, it comes into, we talk about like those silent sort of supporters Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, when you're like, um, I I just think that that's a a big part of the content marketing journey overall is like, you don't really know where people are at, right? Like you can, you can look and you can see like, okay, that, you know, people are engaging with this style of content or, you know, like I've seen, you know, these actions from people. Um, But, you know, there's so much about building trust with people that is behind the scenes Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, it looks like someone having a conversation with a friend in the privacy of their own home, or it looks like someone texting a link to a friend and, you know, Mm -hmm. you're, you not being able to see it, or it looks like someone uh, DMing something uh, to a friend and all you see is just, you know, a one next to the little share button on Instagram, you know, like, it's like, what does, what does this mean? Um, There's so much kind of like unknown of it that I think it does kind of leave you with like, you either have kind of the confidence in what you have to bring and uh, what you're trying to lead people towards, or it can kind of leave you feeling uh, sort of unsettled. And I think our goal as an agency, a lot of times is to help people develop more of that, that confidence in Mm -hmm. the strategy overall, but just in that long-term game of, you know, just showing up as yourself, giving value, serving people, um, along the journey Mm -hmm. so that, you know, you are able to trust yourself and trust them. It brings to mind for me, uh, too, like this is not the exact same thing, but you know, we have clients who work with us on a monthly basis and, you know, there are times where clients will come to us and be like, Hey, I, you know, based on where like cash flow is, or, you know, if, if, their business hasn't gone, you know, the way they wanted it to, um, you know, they might have to press pause for a little bit. And, you know, sometimes, right, clients will be like, well, always they'll say, we want to work with you in the future again. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have absolutely seen that, you know, we'll see a client who takes a break for three, four, six months and comes back and works with us again. And sometimes, you know, that might not make sense for the future of, of their business. Um, 
But I think it kind of pushes us into that sort of same mode where, you know, we've had someone once express kind of interest and, you know, it pushes us back into that. Okay, I'm going to trust you with that decision. And I'm going to continue to give you value. I'm going to send you emails. I'm going to continue Mm -hmm. to share on social. And I hope it's going to encourage you on your content marketing journey. But at the end of the day, I do want what's best for you. And, you know, if that means that that is working with us, then I'm going to trust you to make that decision in the future. And if that doesn't mean working with us, then I'm going to trust that that was the best decision for that season for you. Um, and really not putting the weight of all of that um, on our shoulders. I don't know if that directly yeah. connects, but that's what it brought to mind for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was kind of connecting it. Like as you were talking, I was like, yeah, totally. I think that is also a scarcity mindset piece. Maybe mm. this episode is more about scarcity mindset. Scarcity, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you're not going to keep every client and you're not going to sell every, you know, like no, no business, like no business is a hundred percent on everything. Like there's always ebbs and flows and like people are always at different spots on their journey. See, you can't, you can't expect to never have like a no or a not right now or a, this isn't the person to be on the journey with me. Like that's just normal Mm -hmm. human functioning. Um, But we are such human, like I think just as humans, we love, the neat tidy bows and we love the analytics and the numbers and we want it to all make sense at the end of the day, but we're humans. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there is, I keep saying ebb and flow. That's just the best word I can think of. It's not going to be perfectly quantifiable at the end of the day, every day. And that's okay because there's a lot of great things that come that are not quantifiable too. It's not just the nose. Mm -hmm. There's, there's so much more than that. Yeah. I I love those um, thoughts, Kelsey. And I feel like this kind of leads us into sort of two things. Like one, the easy sort of thing to talk about here is is consistency where we're like, okay, you know, as we talk about our content marketing strategy, obviously, like, as we're talking about all of this, this is one of the reasons that it's just important to be a consistent kind of presence along, uh, you know, as as people are connecting with you, um, just someone who is giving them value and regularly showing up, even if you aren't, you know, receiving something back, just mm-hmm. being that kind of giving um, sort of presence uh, for them. Um, But let's talk a little bit about like the balance maybe between uh, inviting people to take some of those next steps uh, with you and, you know, just kind of providing value um, and what it sort of looks like to trust people, um, Mm -hmm. but not just like leave it open in a sense to where like people are confused. In one of our recent resources that you sent to our clients, um, you were talking about how you had a conversation recently with a friend um, who like didn't like was didn't know like exactly what you did um and it was a reminder to you that like at the same time you do need to talk about what you do just in a way that is like not threatening or not like too intense Mm -hmm. or kind of trying to to push people into um you know this this journey when they're not maybe ready to to do that um so as as we kind of think about like the balance between what it looks like to show up you know Mm -hmm. as that value-driven presence and what it looks like to uh, invite people to take some of those next steps. Where do you find kind of that middle ground? Yeah, that's a great question. I think in some ways, this is not the not easy answer that people want, but I think sometimes it mm-hmm. can depend too on like your brand and what you're offering and like yeah. how big is the offer you're on. I mean, like there's just a lot of variables. Um, Absolutely. But I also think there's some general principles that we can, um, we can put into play where mm-hmm. two things come to mind. 
One of them that I used to use is just kind of like a, a little bit of a number balance. Like for every mm-hmm. five posts, I would, you know, try to make four of them mostly just serve a value. And then one yeah. of them makes the asks. But I think too, you know, we talk about content marketing. There's so many different um, platforms and content engines. So like mm-hmm. sometimes the balance is that you're serving value on your feed on Instagram and you're making more of the ask in your stories because it's just a easier place for people to feel more like they're having a conversation. I can click this link that may look yeah. different when you're writing a blog and linking things or you're, you know, sharing an email with your latest mm-hmm. offer or whatever it is. So I think think about just like serving value more than mm-hmm. just being a walking billboard. And then I also yeah. think there's creative ways you could make those asks that are attached to value. So it feels mm-hmm. more like, would you feel comfortable reading this email or reading this post out loud over coffee with a friend? If not, well, you're probably not inviting people. You're probably getting a little yeah. bit into that like promo-y, you know, that, yeah. that thing that feels weird for us. If it feels weird, sometimes that means it is. So right. if that, if those two points help, then that's kind of where I try to filter yeah. things through in my mind. I think that's great. I mean, and you talked about in that video I mentioned, um, and I just thought it was good. Uh, you know, you talk about just remembering that what you offer as a business or as an entrepreneur or as a nonprofit, you know, like the things that you do, those do bring value to people. Um, you know, those are, uh, you know, one of our clients often says like inviting people into value. Like that is a mm-hmm. way that you can invite people into further value. Um, but it just, Sometimes if that's all you're talking about, it uh, you're kind of creating this barrier for people and them thinking that that is like all you care about is them mm-hmm. taking, you know, this this next step. And so it's yeah. not wrong to talk about, you know, what you do and invite people to take those next steps um, just needs to be balanced. But I think one of the ways that we do it as an agency um, that has worked, you know, kind of well for us particularly because of the the business model we have um you know it's it is a different style than you know a product based business or things like mm-hmm. that but um we often will just talk about the value that we're providing in the context of what we do as an agency so you know oftentimes we'll be like on a recent you know call with a client that we do this for you know we mm-hmm. were talking about this and it's basically just a subtle reminder to our audience that like Hey, we do content marketing services yeah. and, you know, we manage people's blogs and socials and emails and those kinds of things. Or, you know, it might be like, hey, for a lot of the clients that we are putting emails together for, these are some tips that we've learned. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, sharing some of those things almost out of the sort of daily, the day to day kind of grind of what we are doing, um, kind of positioning the value that way. I think that's been mm-hmm. a subtle way that we have incorporated that. Yeah. And I do think that can translate to, you know, product-based businesses too. Like instead of just saying like, Mm -hmm. here, buy this shampoo, it's like, here's how to effectively use this shampoo. You know, that's just one example, but exactly, it's, it's not even always about like the amount or the balance. It's just, how do you want to talk to people? And Mm -hmm. that makes a big difference. It does. So Kelsey, what is just, I just, I'm liking hearing your uh, thoughts because it's been a while since we've done a podcast episode, but (laughs) Um, let's just close it out with uh, just one piece of encouragement or advice that you've been kind of mulling around on that you want to share with our audience today. What's uh, one thing Mm -hmm. you want to share before we close? Yeah. Loaded question. I think on the topic of, of this, you know, episode that we're on, I would just say like, 
think about how you like to be talked to. Think about the uh, the places you like to follow along and take in content and not to be a cookie cutter that you have to be like everybody else. But just remember that like you're a human, the people you're talking to are humans. So speak to them how you would want to be spoken to. And sometimes this takes the pressure off. You don't need to have, you know, like the perfect sales copy and this many, you know, like lead generation tools. Like those are all important. That's fine. But at the end of the day, talk to people how you want to be talked to. And you will be amazed at just like those differences that start to happen with the relationships you're going to build and the trust that you're going to form with the people that you're talking to and inviting on your journey. That was huge. I love that. Uh, Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today for this uh, episode of Marketing Should Be Fun. And we'll see you right back here next time. Hey, thanks for listening in to today's episode of the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast. We share an episode every other week, so make sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. We'd also love to connect with you on social, so come hang out on Instagram at savagecontent.co or sign up for email updates on our website. All right, friend, here's your reminder that marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We'll see you next time.